Growing your business doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about knowing how to market and how to hit your goals. Hi, I'm Erica Martin, leading marketing expert from a small town in Minnesota. I left my corporate dream job to become an entrepreneur running multiple successful companies. As a marketing consultant, I want to share with you how I've been helping my clients for the past 17 years grow their businesses. I want to help you obtain your goals for your business that will give you your dreams. Let's get those goals. Welcome everyone back to the Goal Getter Podcast. I am here today with a business and life coach, Ashley Milkey. And um, I wanted to have her on because I felt like our stories aligned a lot with Ashley was in a um, position where she worked with some really great companies and just knew that it wasn't exactly the right fit. And Ashley kind of made that leap into becoming an entrepreneur and felt um, like she could do a lot more, you know, with her own business than trying to work for someone else. So I would like to welcome Ashley Mucky to the show. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Great. Thank you. So kind of tell us, um, you are a business and life coach. So that is kind of, a, that's an awesome job. So what, what kind of led you into this whole world of being an entrepreneur? Yeah. I mean, like you said, our stories are super similar. I was in a nine to five job and it wasn't terrible. It was, I was working for awesome companies. I was working on awesome projects, but I felt like something wasn't right. I wasn't fulfilled at the end of the day. And I knew I was supposed to be having a larger impact on people than I was actually having. And I was working in marketing communications and I just felt like, why am I selling these products to people instead of actually impacting and changing people's lives? So I went through this long journey to try and figure out how I could impact people using the skills that I already had, or if I could seek out new skills to try to have that individual impact I was looking for. And so through a year of trying to learn about myself, I discovered what coaching was. I had never heard of it. And after going through many different career ideas, I spoke with a life coach. It was my first call ever with a life coach and on the phone with her, we talked about all the things I had been wanting to do. And she was like, oh, well, it sounds like you want to be an entrepreneur. And I was like, oh my gosh, what? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, yeah, you, you know, cause like one of the, I almost started an online boutique. I almost was going to do Amazon private labeling. I was like, maybe I'll freelance my marketing skills. And the, the life coach was like, yeah, so an entrepreneur. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and you know, once someone like made that clear to me, I was like, okay, that can be a possibility because someone kind of gave me the permission to believe that I could do that for myself. And so then I was like, okay, well, if that woman could change my life in 60 minutes and make <laughs> me believe that I could be an entrepreneur, I want to do that for people too. And so that's when I started researching how to become a life coach. And then I realized you could also partner life coaching with business coaching. So all my marketing and communication skills wouldn't go to waste. And that's how I found the world of life and business coaching. <laughs> that is great. And I, I feel like I've kind of gone down that path too, like the whole Amazon thing. And, and, you know, I love to start businesses too. And I wish someone would have maybe I need a life coach because I wish someone would have said, okay, this is your path because, it, you know, I feel like entrepreneurs, we jump around all the time. We're doing so many things and we're doing it all ourselves. So um, that's awesome that you had, you know, this kind of aha moment and yeah. um, that's great. So 
your business, kind of tell us about what exactly, what do you do for someone that's a client? Yeah. So one of my main programs is working with women who have no idea what's next for them. Whether it's they want a career move, but they're not sure how to get there, what that looks like, whether they want to start a business, but they don't know what skills they have they can use to do that. I work with them through this kind of four-step process to really identify what it is that they want out of their career and out of their work life. Something that I don't think we offer often take time to think about. I know whenever I graduated from college, I was like, oh, look, there's a job. Someone's going to give me money. Yes, that's the one I want. But I never took the time to think, okay, if I designed what my day looked like for my job, what would it look like? Even if I worked in nine to five, I never thought about what I want, wanted the structure to be, who I wanted to work with. So I work with my clients to get really clear it is on what they want if they took ownership of their lifestyle and design not only their life, but their work days as well to help them get clear on where their purpose and passions lie. That is great. And I feel like, you know, this podcast is all about goals and business and all of that great stuff. And I feel like that's kind of what you are is like you are helping people clearly see their goals, clearly set their goals, and then create the path on how to achieve that. And I, I think that's so great because I feel like I came from a corporate setting and I feel like there is a lot of people who, I mean, I, I loved my job at the time, but I knew there was something more. And I feel like a lot of people are in that nine to five rut and they know that there's something else they can do. And a lot of people actually end up in the world I was in, become like photographers or, you know, something to have start that side hustle. And then they also, they get burnt out and all that great stuff. So I feel like a life coach or business coach would help you kind of clearly see those, those paths and directions. So um, I know that you talk about kind of the three things um, that people need to do to, to um, you know, when they feel kind of stuck and hopeless, like what are the three things that you kind of say in order to make changes, what should they be doing? Yeah, I think the first really important thing is to identify a lot of times I think when we're stuck and in a rut there's a fear of getting out of it so when I was stuck in my nine to five job my fear was like okay but what is next I don't I don't know what to do what so what is my fear around going after something new and so by identifying that fear you can try to shift out of the story you're telling yourself and so my story was this is it. This is as good as it gets. No other job will live up to this. And so that was just the story I was living in. So the first step I had to take was allow myself to believe in a new story that there were opportunities that exist outside of what I'm doing. And that by telling myself, this is as good as it gets, I was settling for something instead of looking for something greater. And then the second thing I think is really important is just to get clear on what you want. And sometimes I don't think we give ourselves permission to claim what we want, but that's the second step that you have to take if you're going to get out of whatever rut you're in is decide, okay, I don't want to be stuck anymore. This is what I want for myself. And the third step, which seems kind of obvious, but also super scary is you just have to act. Mm -hmm. You have to take actionable steps you're never going to get out of where you are of feeling stuck and feeling hopeless until you get motivated to do something about it. And that's why I think it's really important to take those first two steps of identifying your fears, figuring out the new story you want to tell yourself and, you know, figuring out what you actually want. That's, that's great. And 
Um, I think that that leap, you know, from becoming, I mean, there's a many, there's so many things that play into that leap and becoming your own, you know, making, building your own dreams and becoming an entrepreneur. But I think taking that first step and I like how you've kind of baby stepped it out in a little bit, you know, like what about Bob? But I mean, you know, you kind of baby stepped out and said, you know, you got to do these things and then you have to take action. And as so many people, I feel like, you know, they miss out on that action part. You have to be driven. You have to, you have to want to, you know, stand up and make your own dreams happen. They're not going to fall in your lap. So you need to, you know, move forward. So um, you have a workshop too called, um, it's Purpose Planning Workshop. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So that is a free five day challenge I do inside of my Facebook group and it's accessible to anyone. Um, and basically what I do is I take them through anyone who joins is they go through the same framework I go through with all of my clients. So throughout the five days, I provide worksheets and live coaching for free to the Facebook group. And on the first day we have worksheets about assessing your current reality and getting super clear on what you love about your current work, what you hate, and if you could design your perfect day, your perfect work day, what would that look like? Uh, day two of the workshop, we expand our mind to figure out where opportunities might lie that we're not thinking about, whether it's career or starting a business. We start to think about our unique skills and how they might be applicable to careers and job opportunities. On our third day, we focus on how we release limiting beliefs, how we overcome those stories that we tell ourselves, and what kind of support we need to get on to our next step, which is the action phase. And in that workshop, I also work with everyone in that work in that Facebook group to design their three-month action plans of steps that they can take to create their dreams. That is so great. Um, and I, and I think that, you know, that we'll put a link into, um, where people can find that because I think it's a really good tool to download it. It's free. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It's awesome. And, you know, I feel like, like you said, there's, there's just so many people that are, um, they're stuck and they don't know where to, where to turn. And, you know, working in that nine to five and making the shift into becoming an entrepreneur. Once you do that, you realize a, it's a lot of work, a lot of work. B, you can control your future and you can control, you know, you don't have to show up every day nine to five where, you know, drink the juice if you want to call it of somebody. <laughs> I used to work for Target Corporation. So, you know, I, I did that for 10 years and it, it was an awesome opportunity. But again, taking, you know, there's so many people that were miserable and it's like, once I broke out of that and took that huge jump, it was it was mind blowing. Um, so in your, excuse me, in your own business, um, what do you wish you, what do you wish you would have known when you started out? I wish that someone would have told me just to show up and start offering my services. It took me a long time to get confident and realize that you're an entrepreneur when you say you are, there's no, nobody's going to come in and like deem you entrepreneur. No one's <laughs> going to tell you that it's time and you're ready, that you just have to do it. And once you claim that space, it's yours. So I was really afraid and I spent a lot of time like planning and I'm like, this will be my offer and this is how I'll reach people. And this is how I'll provide valuable content to make sure people see that I can help them. 
and in all of that planning, I was like, why am I not getting clients? And it's because I never acted. I never went out there and said, Hey, I'm an entrepreneur and I can help you, you know, create your dream life, create your dream business. And so I think anyone who's like thinking of becoming an entrepreneur or is in the planning stages, it's that leap of just saying that you are claiming that space and showing up with your offer. That's going to take you from the planning to the doing. That is awesome. And I think, you know, you kind of hit the whole nail on the head there. I mean, just taking that leap, understanding that you do need to show up. And I feel like I kind of was, I did the whole planning thing too. I like planned everything out and I thought no one's coming to me. This is really weird. And (laughs) until you start showing up and there is some strategy and there's some stuff behind the magic, but I mean, until you start showing up and really showing who you are and what you can do and building that connection, I feel like people need to you know, stop the planning. It will come and multitask, show up and plan while you can. Um, So more questions for you. And I I think what you're doing is awesome. And I, I love that, you know, you kind of, you had all these different paths and, you know, you started a few things and went there. And then finally that you found something that is a fit and that you're doing awesome at. And I think that's so cool. Um, So as far as goals, um, so what is something in your own business that you, some goals, like how do you set them? How do you achieve them? What are you kind of doing within your own business? Yeah. So honestly, when I first started setting goals for my business, I was really overwhelmed as a new entrepreneur. And I was like, I have so many dreams. I don't know where to start. And my to-do list just happened to be all of the things. So I would get, Monday would happen and I'm like, all right, what are we going to do? All the things. That's it. It's a whole list of unrealistic expectations. And so as a coach, I have a coach and she helped me realize that expecting to do everything as a small business owner is not realistic and you kind of have to prioritize. And she taught me this method for prioritizing my business goals and it's called good, better, best. And because I'm a one woman show right now, and I'm sure a lot of listeners who are just starting their businesses are too, it's really important that you prioritize what you can get done. And so I start off all of my weeks with this good, better, best list. And basically I list what is good enough, you know, because as an entrepreneur, you're, you can work 12 hours a day. That's up to you. Mm -hmm. But when we kind of have to claim, like, when is it good enough? When is it time for me to be done? So I put the tasks on that. If these are the only things I get done this week, that is good enough for me. And then I create a better list, which is like, okay, if I got these additional things, that would be better. And then the best list, which is like, this is my most ideal situation. I achieved all that I could achieve this week in the most reasonable amount of time. And that really helped me start to see like, okay, I'm doing this on my own. So I have to use my time wisely. And I have to tell myself when I've done enough to satisfy my business goals. I love, I love that. I love the good, better, best thing, because I feel like, you know, I have a eight page notebook list of stuff I need to get done. And it's like, I'm not going to get all done in one day. So to prioritize and say, okay, if I get this done, great. And again, I, you know, I have two little kids at home, so it's right now without school. So it's, it's different. So it's like, okay, we get some stuff done and then we have, I have to quickly multitask into homeschooling and mom mode. And so I love that. I love that. I'm going to definitely use that. (laughs) (laughs) It's been very helpful. (laughs) Um, So what hurdles have you personally faced and, you know, within your business and how do you overcome those? Yeah. A lot of the, my biggest hurdles have been just imposter 
imposter syndrome and, you know, thinking, who am I to show up here and say that I can, you know, help people find their purpose and help people grow their businesses, especially when I was working with my first clients and it was just pro bono and it was a risk and they, they were not investing anything. So I was comfortable just figuring it out, <laughs> but, you know, just really being worried that there's already so many experts in the field. How am I going to show up differently? How, how am I going to matter? And a lot of overcoming that just was working on my mindset. And, you know, I have a coach who helps me work through my own limiting beliefs when it comes to, you know, fear that there's not enough clients in the world or fear that no one will be care about my products and services. And in addition to working with someone to help that every time something good happens in, in my business, it just contributes to evidence that I'm good enough to keep doing this. So I encourage anybody else who is facing imposter syndrome, use all of the good things, create a gratitude list to give yourself evidence that you are good enough and that you are well on your way to achieving everything that you're seeking to achieve. That is, that's great. And I feel like, you know, my next question was about competition and how do you, because imposter syndrome is probably the biggest thing that I struggle with. And there's so many people out there doing some really awesome things. And I feel like, um, you know, how do you set yourself apart? How do you, you know, how do you rise above that? And then you look at what they're doing and you think, okay, they have a team of 35 people helping them. <laughs> so how do I do this? And, and I feel like that's kind of where, you know, I want my audience to know, like a lot of us are one woman, man, whatever you may be, shows that we're doing all the things by ourselves. So we understand it's, it's difficult. And so I think you answered that competition question really well too. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'd also say like, just have confidence that whatever, if you show up genuinely is if you show up like within your values as yourself, you're going to attract the people that want to work with you because no matter if you're selling the same product as someone else, I'm selling life coaching. She's selling life coaching. Someone is going to be interested in my style and who I am as a person and my values. And that's what'll help people attract clients. Even if you are one person and they have 35 people. Exactly. And, you know, I feel like, and that's, yeah, I think that's awesome. <laughs> so what are, what are some things that you have struggled with making this leap from a nine to five to entrepreneurship? What are some things that you, you're good at and what are some things you've kind of struggled with? Yeah, honestly, a lot of what I struggled with was while I was working in my nine to five job, just trying to find the time to make it viable enough for me to get out of my nine to five. And it takes, I mean, it takes a lot to not get burnt out. I think my last month of working in my nine to five, I was losing my mind because I had <laughs> no work-life balance because it was basically work nine to five, work five to 12, work, you know, like every single day. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of what I had to struggle with was over just being patient and trusting that putting in the work, the results would come and I would get to a place where I could actually dictate my schedule. And so while I struggled with time management, while I had two jobs, essentially, what I've found now is I'm really good at balancing my time because of how much I struggled with it in the beginning. That's yeah. And I think that's the same thing too. And, um, you know, I've always had a side hustle, probably with almost every job I've had. I've had to, mm -hmm. I just need that. I need that, you know, second thing to keep me busy. And I'm not a sit on the couch kind of person. I mean, I will sit and watch Netflix, but I am always on my computer. So um, I think, you know, that's a really good, good point. So 
As far as the business coaching um, goes, what is, you know, what do you do for businesses? Do you work with just entrepreneurs on that aspect of it? Or how do you kind of tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So I work with any online service-based business and I help them from everything from like beginning to scaling with figuring out who their clients are, what their product offering is, what their pricing should be. I offer sales strategy sessions, how to create your sales funnels, how to do your branding, everything from beginning to end. And I do this in a one-on-one format. So everything is completely customized to that person and their business needs. I know a lot of times when I was first starting, I would see all these business coaches with these like huge strategies that were meant for people who were already making 10K a month. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, this strategy is not going to work for me if I have a follower or a following on Instagram of less than 10,000. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. So what's really cool is when I work with my clients one-on-one who are smaller, or just getting started, we can customize their strategies to the audiences they're working with. You know, like if they don't have an email list, we're not going to teach them email funnels. So it's really important to me that we cater to getting my, my own clients, their own customers and clients in formats and ways that help them grow uniquely. I think that's great because I feel like, I feel like that gap between zero to 10,000 people, there's really nobody in that space. I mean, everybody's like, okay, once you get to 10,000 plus people on your, you know, social media pages or whatever, then you can do this and this and this. It's like, what Mm -hmm. about everybody else? And I love that you're one-on-one because, you know, there isn't a one-size-fits-all strategy for people. It's, you know, there's, every business is different. Um, You know, I have some tips, some tools like a social media calendar, and it's meant to be taken and twisted and customized. But I love that you're doing one-on-one because you really get to know the business. You get to really help them, um, you know, create a plan, create a strategy and all of that stuff. So that is awesome. So what is something that you would like to learn um, about, you know, something new you'd like to learn about within your business or something you're going to like the next steps for your business? Yeah. So I'm actually working with my own business coach now because I want to work on scaling my business beyond what it is. And I'm working on building out systems that allow me to hire team members, to scale it, my business even further, to support more than who I'm just supporting right now. So that's what I'm really excited to learn about. That's awesome. And, you know, I think once you, once you hire your first, I have just a couple of team members, but once you hire your first team member, I, I think you kind of like sit back and you're like, oh, this is awesome. This is like, <laughs> you know, I get to like, you know, be a boss and, you know, minor, I, I work, I just have, you know, contract help and it's awesome to have that because I feel yeah. like you do end up getting burnt out as an entrepreneur. So there's some things that you need to pass off and go mm-hmm. from there. So, so what, um, what is some a marketing tip that you can share with, um, the audience? Like as far as, if, you know, business owners, what are some things that a marketing tip you can share with them? Yeah. Um, I think for obviously social media is a huge platform for business owners, especially online business owners, but all business owners, social media will be a huge tool for you. And I think one of the greatest things a business owner can do is show themselves in their business on their social media platforms. So whether you're selling a product or whether, you know, you're selling services that you offer for customers and clients to see your face, tell your story, you know, the reason behind the brand, the values you bring, that puts you in such a competitive place when people are exploring products 
you know, there's the no like trust factor. If people know you, they like you, they trust you, they're probably going to want to work with you and buy your product. So the more you can put your face to your branding, your product, your messaging, the more people will come to you. That's awesome. And I, I feel like that is also, um, that is something that's kind of a hurdle too. You have to make, you have to be ready to show up. And yeah. um, a lot of the clients that I work with, you know, I mean, they're businesses, they have employees, but you know, one thing I keep saying to them is you need to show up. You need to, you know, show your face and show up for your audience because you do, they need to trust you. They need to build that rapport with you. And I think that's awesome. So, well, Ashley, those are all of the things I have for you today. Is there anything else you want the listeners to know about a business and life coach? You are my first, um, it's an oh, first you're one. My, you're my first business and life coach on the show. So I think that's awesome. <laughs> I think that's awesome too. Um, business and life coaches are awesome. If you've never, ever hired any kind of coach, I would highly suggest you Google some, get on Instagram, check them out. Even if you can find a coach who is doing free sessions or pay them for their services because it's well worth it, the transformations and the breakthroughs that you can have in 60 minutes is really incredible and has the opportunity to shift your life in a major way. That's awesome. And I love that, you know, your whole packaging kind of the life coach, coach, business coach together is a really unique thing, I think, because so many people, you know, they're, they're in these jobs, they need to transition and create a business and you're there for also the life support side, but also, you know, building that business. So that's an awesome niche for you to have. So, but I thank you. you. I thank you so much for being on the show today and it was awesome meeting you and thank you. Yeah, it's been so great. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Goal Getters, for listening to the Goal Getter podcast, and we will see you next week.